Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, Bestie. It is Diana Jevia, host of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. How you doing? I know we had a week off last week. Craziness going on, but I'm happy to be back with you. Hope you can forgive me couple things just to mention right at the top of the show. Make sure you follow Believe at Believe Lifestyle and at Believe Network. Believe is spelled B-L-E-A-V. They're on Instagram. Give me a follow too if you aren't already. Diana Jevia, G-E-B-B-I-A on Instagram and TikTok. We're doing some fun things lately, okay? We got the Housewives as Dunkin' Orders or my personal favorite thing I've ever done. And honestly, it took me like not even 10 minutes uh, I recently got into Stranger Things. I am so behind on the times. I'm not behind on the show. I'm on season four. I'm almost done this past weekend, right? Um, and spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Stranger Things, skip ahead. But I did a TikTok about what Vecna's or my song would be if Vecna was cursing me and I had to escape with the song. And it turns out he's a fan of uh, Countess Luann, too. And that's all I'm going to say. You got to check out this ridiculous TikTok for yourself. It, it, Like I said, it was the silliest thing I've ever done in my whole life. But people are loving it. Someone told me that um, the, the video made them feel safe. And I'm like, this is the reaction I want. I just want to be friends with every single one of you. I feel like we are already. So check that out. Give a follow. Be nice. Um, and let's have some fun together. Okay. Today, I really don't have any show recaps going on. Let me readjust here for a second. I don't really have any full show recaps going on um, just because Beverly Hills is coming on in, in four minutes. I have it on the DVR, so I haven't watched it yet. I do want to address some drama that's been floating around the internet with the Beverly Hills Housewives. Um, it is about tonight's episode, so these were like clips that were released, obviously, in advance, like a sneak peek type thing. And Kyle is in hot water. Um, I just think that it's different than any other time she's been in trouble. Like, I don't know if you agree with this, but I feel like in the past, if she's ever gotten any heat, it's just that, oh, she cries a lot or, oh, I don't know. She, she's a pot stirrer, right? It's never her directly getting her, her hand to the fire. I think maybe season one when it was like she she told Kim that she was an alcoholic, maybe she would have landed in some hot water there. But also Instagram and and Twitter and TikTok, they weren't what they were today. TikTok wasn't even around. I don't even remember if Instagram was a thing. So I feel like she didn't even get vilified in the way she is currently. So um, let me give you some backstory in one scene, Kyle um, is talking with uh, Dorit and PK and Mauricio about this moment, which we're also going to see later on or earlier, rather, because this is a flashback where there were flowers at Garcelle's birthday. And Crystal said to Garcelle, like, do you want to take your, your flowers? So Garcelle sends her son Jackson and Erica, I think she's like laughing with Dorit. I don't know. They're talking. Maybe it's an adult topic or something. But Erica's drunk out of her mind. This doesn't make it okay. I'm just trying to give some background. And she's like, she says to Jax, what are you doing here? Why don't you get the fuck out? Like, it was just so out of line. So in that moment, I think Dorit and PK are explaining it to Kyle. 
And Kyle's like laughing. She's like, oh, she told him to shut the fuck up. She's like, it's not funny, but it's funny. And Kyle is insisting. So um, according to E! News, she said that um, she wasn't laughing about Erica telling Jax to get the fuck out, but rather Erica's junk and ridiculous behavior, a claim she's doubling down on. And then she says, I had not seen what Erica said to Jax in person, was, but was told about it the following day, along with some funny moments as well. So she wrote this in an Instagram story, which I'm going to read to you in a second. But like, I don't know. She's retelling the story or she's not retelling a story. I'm sorry. She's reacting to a story she's being told. And. Like, we've all said it's not funny, but it's funny at some point in our lives. So, like, everyone, I'm not defending Kyle. This is not me defending Kyle. This is me setting the background. Like, everyone acting, like, all holier than thou, like, come on. I agree with you. Like, you do not laugh about someone telling a kid to, like, shut the fuck up or get the fuck out. Like, that's so inappropriate. But I can relate to Kyle in the sense that, like, we've all done the it's not funny, but it's funny thing. However, I think immediately after that, she should have been like, it was so wrong, like further clarified her stance that that was terrible and Erica should not have done it. And, you know, like maybe further apologize for laughing. Like, I don't think she handled it the best. Um, But the next thing that she is being vilified for, I totally agree with. So some more background. There's one point where everyone's having a big conversation. Um. It's Diana and Sutton, and obviously they're having drama, and Diana's explaining her miscarriage or whatever, and, um, or I don't know if she was explaining. I haven't seen the full, full clip. I've just seen the the little, like, problem points of it. So, um, yeah, Diana was sharing her story about the miscarriage and, like, Sutton and her going back and forth. Kyle addresses that, too, and... Kyle literally grabs Sutton at one point. He's like, stop, like, stop, let her talk. So she addresses this. This is the story she posted. I'm reading this verbatim from her profile. Hi, guys. Oh, wait, hold on. Before before I, I get off, side note, the background of these stories, do you remember when we did, like, PowerPoints in, like, high school and it would come time to just slide, just slide, wow, design the background of the slide and you could choose, like, fill solid add image or fill gradient and gradient is like one color on top and it like fades to the bottom and you can make it look metallic this is what she did she chose to fill gradient on her um her apology story okay so here we go hi guys I wanted to share some things with you about this week's episode I have not seen it yet but I have seen the clips floating around online First, let's address my comment to Sutton. When Diana was sharing her story about having a miscarriage, when I was taken aback because I felt like Sutton wasn't letting Diana have her moment to share what she had just recently gone through. I had obviously had a few drinks and didn't express myself clearly, and I was disappointed in the way I handled myself altogether. When I woke up the next morning, I thought about what happened the night before, and I realized that maybe Sutton was sharing her story with Diana to connect with her in some way. I immediately called Sutton and apologized to her. I consider Sutton a close friend and care, for, care about her a lot. Sutton accepted my apology and we moved on. Now, onto the clip where Mauricio, PK, and Dorit and I are discussing Erica's behavior at Garcelle's party. I had not seen what Erica said to Jax in person, but was told about it the following day, along with some funny moments as well. When I said it's not funny, but it's funny, I meant Erica being drunk was funny. Being drunk was funny, but what she said to Jax was not. I hope you know me well enough to know by now. I certainly do not condone speaking to children like that. We are all parents and certainly wouldn't want anyone speaking to any of our children like that. Until Mexico, we had never seen Erica drink like that. So this was this was a new behavior we were seeing. I think while focusing on the more important issue 
I think while focusing on that, the more important issue was being minimalized. Anyway, I never post things like this in gradient PowerPoint backgrounds. She didn't, I added that part. But feel absolutely terrible watching these clips, so I wanted to share with you. Love, Kyle. And that was it. Now she's at BuzzFeed UK, and, and that's all she wrote on the matter. So um, I do like that she handled it head on. You know, I feel like sometimes with issues that I can voice my opinion on that I like, obviously certain issues are not my place. I'm not going to speak on those. But in this situation, as a viewer, seeing someone who just like messed up on TV, like laughing at something that's very inappropriate um, and, and like grabbing someone else, like that's definitely not OK. Like I do like that she addressed it head on. Nobody's perfect. So um, I hope that we can kind of all move forward from this. It's good that she addressed it. Speaking of addressing things, oh my goodness, this is completely out of left field. And I was meaning to do this at the beginning of the episode and I totally forgot to. So I'm just going to take like a minute here to address the Supreme Court and the recent overturn of Roe v. Wade, which I want to put out there that I'm disgusted by it. I obviously missed an episode last week and it would have been addressed on that episode, but um, I haven't been here. So I'm, I'm taking the middle of the episode, just, just a brief pause to talk about it. Um, I'm so disappointed in this decision. I think that it now makes everyone unsafer rather than saving lives. I want to put out my belief out there that everyone should have reproductive rights. Everyone should have the decision to do what with their own body. Something that works for someone doesn't work for someone else, and they should be able to make their own informed decisions about that. It should not be up to the government. I think this puts so many women in danger. Um, both obviously with a law and with their health themselves. And I think it's 2022 and we could do a lot better. And we as women will not stop fighting. So just be prepared for us. And that's what I wanted to put um, put it out there. If that is um, a sensitive topic anyone's had to deal with recently, my heart goes out with you, goes out to you. Sorry, today the words are hard, but um, I'm fired up about that. So just know that I will never stop making it known that um, we need to do better in this country. Yeah. Okay. In many areas. But I wanted to speak out about that specifically since it is just such a timely topic. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, the next order of business I did want to discuss is uh, Jen Shaw because her trial is starting like this is now – the moment we've been waiting for so originally if you remember it was supposed to be in october of 2021 then it got moved to march or april of 2022 and now it's in less than two weeks right so she went in today let me pull up an article from the new york post <laughs> it's called jen shaw rocks designer handbag at court as fraud trial date set i'm sorry can we like record scratch like why in heaven's name would you bring a designer handbag to court if you are accused of stealing money? Do these Bravo liberties not know a thing? Have they not learned a thing? First, like a couple of weeks ago with my last episode title, Erica went to um, this really pricey spa when meanwhile she she's like, I can't pay my taxes, but I can go to the spa. Now Jen Shaw's like, whoops, I'm on trial for allegedly scamming people out of millions, but let me just bring this designer handbag, which, like, if you're being accused of spending people's money, obviously the first thought people are going to have is that you bought that handbag with the money you allegedly stole from people. 
But I digress. So, um, oh my God, New York Post is so shady and I live for it. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star Jen Shaw appeared in a Manhattan federal court Tuesday for a final pretrial hearing ahead of her upcoming criminal fraud trial and sported what appeared to be a red Gucci handbag that retails at more than $2,000. New York Post coming in with receipts. Ugh. Damn. Okay. At the hearing, prosecutors revealed, sorry, it just came in my head. I'm like, more than $2,000? Like, this is terrible. But it's like, damn, that's like allegedly months of food for Phyllis that you used for a handbag terrible i'm sorry at the hearing prosecutors revealed her longtime assistant who pleaded guilty at the telemarketing scheme in november 2021 would testify against the flashy reality tv star you guys Stu is testifying against jen remember on the show she's like this is my best friend she always had this very weird relationship with him it was never like sexual or like intimate or anything like that but it's like you're my best friend the vibe I get from Jen is she doesn't have a lot of friends. And I don't mean this in a like, you don't have any friends. Ha ha kind of way. It's just like very sad and lets, lets us into more about her character. Like I know fellow Bravo accounts that she's like, oh, they, she would FaceTime me. And I don't mean this in a way to knock anyone. Like everyone I know who I talk to are lovely. So it's nothing against them. But like what, are you, what business do you have FaceTiming with people you don't know, you've never met off an Instagram account because they're fans of yours? Like, I don't know. That would be akin to me. Like, what example do I want to use here? I don't know. Like, I'm a huge fan of Post Malone. And yes, he did text me I love you too with his community text phone number. But that would be like if he just like FaceTimed me. You know what I mean? It's just, it doesn't add up, right? So, um, my point is with all that, like we've seen her creepy, like the creepy relationship they had. Like she would feed him or whatever. And like... I don't know. He's testifying against her. That cannot be good for her. Especially now that we have all that footage out there, which I don't think they could actually use the footage in court. But you mean to tell me the jury has never seen Housewives of Salt Lake City? Like, it's going to be very hard for them to find an unbiased jury. Very hard. But, I mean, I'm sure some people are out there. Anyway, anywho, hold on. Let me, now I'm off on a tangent, but this is really important. I kind of want to pull my true crime knowledge and Housewives knowledge together so just bear with me like I said jury selection is starting it's gonna be hard to find someone who hasn't watched Housewives of Salt Lake City fine um devil's advo maybe they find someone but who would be the demo that hasn't seen it I'm thinking older people who are her alleged victims if you're an older person sitting on a jury are you going to then like not have some sort of bias I don't know I feel like this jury is going to be biased in some way shape or form which you can argue that that happens on every trial and why they go through a painstaking process of jury selection but damn this is going to be a tough one I think this is just going to be a tough one anyway back to the article thank you for entertaining my love of true crime at the hearing prosecutors oh wait I already read that judge Sidney Stein also set a trial date for July 18th that's so soon that's in 12 days and said the case would take about five weeks of Manhattan federal court in addition to the 2500 red designer handbag, okay, they've upped the price, Shaw 48 sported a checkered black suit and a second smaller Louis Vuitton bag worth upwards of $3,600. Why would you bring all this design, like designer stuff to court? That just reminds me of Nancy Joe. This is Alexis Nyers calling, and I am very disappointed in the article you wrote. You said I wore Christian Louboutins to court. They were little baby kitten heels. And the mom calls in, 
$39.99 or like something like that. By the way, do you know I met her mom? Um, we both filmed our TV demo reels together. A little fun fact. Um, she's so sweet. And we were like backstage, like it was a, a TV studio. So one room was the green screen setup, and then like the outside was the backstage area, and you can get changed and whatever. Um, so there was like an out like a big long table for us to sit at and then like a changing room and then she was just sitting in the changing room talking to someone else they weren't changing I wasn't being weird but like I could overhear their conversation because the top of the changing room was like cut off so it was open um and she's like yeah my daughter was part of the bling ring and I was like I will never have this opportunity in my life ever again I need to go talk to her because I love her daughter like Alexis is so cool um She's got this great podcast called Recovering from Reality Out, and it's all about how she's changed from an addict and, like, doing all these horrible things, and she's just so in touch with her mind. I, I'm obsessed with her, so I was like, I got to go talk to her mom. She's so cool. So I go in, and I was like, do you mean the bling ring? And she was like, yeah, because um, she didn't flat out say the bling ring. She was like, oh, my daughter was involved in these high-profile robberies, and I was like, there's this girl, Alexis Nyers, and um, she's like, that's my daughter. I was like, I'm obsessed with your daughter. And she was so sweet. She's like, oh, my God, do you listen to her podcast? And we were just talking about, like, taking care of yourself and and all that good stuff and how she's changed and how her daughter's changed. And um, so we, we really had a lovely conversation. But anyway, um, now I'm just like, little baby kitten heels, $39.99 or like $32.99, however much they cost. That's what I think of Jen Shaw. Like, you want to take the Alexa Snyers approach to this all, right? You don't want to be wearing your Sunday best. I mean, you want to wear your Sunday best to court, but you don't want to wear your expensive Sunday best to court, right? She should have worn the little BB kitten heels, $32.99 or however much the mom said they cost to court. But I digress. Again, her husband, Sharif Shah, accompanied the embattled reality star to the courtroom where she'll be judged by a 16-person jury after the case. Shaw is charged as a leader of an alleged telemarketing fraud scam that preyed on the elderly, working-class Americans, encouraged him to invest in... Okay, we already know about that. And she conducted, like, a phony investment thing, allegedly. So that's... Yeah, she's pleaded not guilty, which... I don't know. I'd change that. I'm interested to know what Stu Chain's sentences is going to be. Since it sentencing is going to be because... He accepted a plea deal and he's testifying against her. And usually if you testify against a co-defendant, your sentence gets reduced. So I think he's probably only really looking at some like reduced bullshit. I mean, what do I know? I'm not a lawyer, but I, I think he's not going to get anything too crazy. Um, I do want to look at the Bravo docket real quick because they did post this really informational graphic on their page. So check out their Instagram, the Bravo docket. So they kind of had what I already spoke about, but she said we should not expect to see many um, Salt Lake City clips used at trial, uh, which I mentioned earlier, but this is really good explanation from actual lawyers about why. Back in May, when ruling on the party's pretrial motions, the court told prosecutors to steer clear from using any clips of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, stating, make this a trial of the claim fraud and not of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Prosecutors took note of it, but stated they would they would see to admit at least one clip where Jen allegedly received a notice of a search warrant. Yeah, they said they don't remember this being aired. I don't remember that, too, that they claim this was in the show. The only thing I could think of is when she was in the, the car, um, when they were going to go to was it Aspen or some other hoity-toity town in Colorado? Um, and she 
she didn't get told about the search warrant, but she got told that she got like the heads up and she's like, oh, Sharice in the hospital. I have to go see him. So maybe that's what they're talking about. Okay, so then also they say we can expect that Stuart Smith will testify, which I already told you about, but this is some more interesting info. In response, defense counsel, so meaning like Jen's people, noted that they would impeach him by providing evidence reflecting that he had allegedly used racist slurs against Jen, including by calling her the dark queen. I didn't hear about that. Interesting. Jen Shaw was never offered a plea deal. Okay, this I didn't know. The prosecution confirmed that they never offered Jen Shaw a plea deal, but they did provide her with a Pimentel letter um, that provides the defendant with an estimate of what sentence the prosecution would seek should the defendant accept the plea agreement. So what I'm taking from that is they didn't offer her a former plea deal, but they gave her an idea of like what she could accept and she didn't go forward with it. So we have a lot to look forward to with this trial. Since this is a federal case, I think it's federal. It's not going to be televised. Um, you cannot televise federal cases. You can only televise, I think, cases within the state. So, but like, I'm sure everyone's going to be reposting those court drawings. You know, it's going to be the event of the century. And I feel terrible saying that because obviously real people's lives are affected. But it's also Jen Shaw. Damn. Okay. Well, I feel like this was a really nice update of Bravo T. Like I said, I don't really have any shows to recap. I am slowly getting back into Southern Charm. I was going to take a break from it. Um, I was just kind of too Austin and Craigged out from Summer House, and I didn't really feel the need to see Paige on my TV. However, it was on one night, and I was watching, and I was, you know, they, they get you good. When they get you, they get you. So I need to catch up on Southern Charm, and then maybe we'll start doing some recaps of that. But um, in the meantime, I want to thank you once again for tuning into another episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. If you have something you want me to talk about or like bring back, I know I haven't been doing that's my opinion lately. Um, like I said, things have just been so crazy that I've all been like all over the place. So I really want to get back on track with this. But if there's something you want to hear about, something I could do better, like shoot me a DM. Be friggin' nice. Um, you guys always are so nice, though. It's the people that don't listen that aren't nice. Shoot me a follow on TikTok, Instagram at Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B-I-A. While you're on Instagram, follow Believe at Believe Network at Believe Lifestyle. Um, rate, review, five stars, slap, subscribe, like a cute little tush. And I'll talk to you next week for real this time. I promise. Love, love, love you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.